Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Believe in 76ers with your hosts, former 76ers point guard Eric Snow and two Sixers fanatics in Marcus and Tasia Dash. Believe in 76ers is presented by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is your number one source for all your sports betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Believe in 76ers podcast. I'm Marcus Dash here with legendary 76ers point guard Eric Snow and my brother Taja Dash. Guys, so the trade deadline came and went. Uh, kind of a mixed bag of uh, emotions yesterday. It started off really hot. We got better healed in the morning. And then little by little throughout the day, it, people's expectations you know, kind of went, went out the window. When And it all hit the fan when Pat Bev uh, got traded. I never thought Pat Bev was going to be that big of a fan favorite where that he, you know, got traded. I mean, people were that pissed off about it. Um, yeah. What were you guys thoughts on how the trade deadline went? I know we'll get into it a little bit more, but what were your, what were your just kind of initial reaction to the trade deadline yesterday? Um, I wasn't surprised that we made trades. Um, I wasn't surprised that we traded the players we traded. Um, but it, I don't know. I guess we can talk about it. It's just so many. I I, I don't know. I, I might have more questions now than I did before. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I'm not surprised at who went. I mean, Ferk's been asking for out for like four years. Um, we knew Morris with the, he had the biggest price tag of all the newcomers so that automatically for salary cap matching purposes was probably he was probably gonna be the odd man out um but yeah i'm not i'm not too surprised we yeah we, we'll get into more in a second i guess but yeah that will and it kind of what eric said the um kind of have more questions now i mean yeah because it, it it seemed like we were buyers and then midway after the but but a heel trip we became sellers it seemed like so yeah just very odd day um, but yeah, we'll get we'll get into it right now. Um, so obviously, we had a lot more outgoing than we had incoming. So in total, we sent out Daniel House, Marcus Morris, Patrick Beverly, Jaden Springer, Furkan Korkmaz, four second round picks, and we received Campaign, Buddy Healed, and two second round picks back. Um, so guys, what were your kind of grades on the day the, uh, the the trade deadline deals yesterday? What uh what surprised you the most about what we saw yesterday? From our perspective, or just the league perspective? Uh, your perspective, and then I guess you can go to totality yeah, perspective. Yeah. Um, from our perspective, for for what we for the amount of players, not necessarily who, but the amount of players that we put out, um, I I did expect us to have more players coming and more from a standpoint of some more versatility in 
different styles and different sizes of players. I, I thought we would get a big and a wing and a pointer. Like I, I, I thought we would be a little more versatile with what we <clears throat> sent out. Um, and we didn't necessarily address something that we lost with Pat. Like we, we didn't address that. I, I coached Cam and Cam is not that type of player. He's a really, he's a good player. He can play, but he's not, he's probably the opposite of Pat Bev as, as far as playing and playing style. Um, so, and Buddy Hill, you didn't address that. Um, so, that's where my questions come in. Like I, I, I like I like the guys that we picked up. I just think that we opened up more holes with the guys that left, and and maybe we'll address them in the buyout market. Maybe we, I mean, we don't know. We never know how the buyout market goes. There's just no guarantees with that. Um, so I, I just think that we. Like I said, we got two guys that that I know can, that I know and feel can help, but we didn't address some holes that we we have right now. And I think going forward, you know, we had, we need to find a way to address. What about uh, league wide surprise? Um, what the Knicks did, I was surprised they did that. Didn't have to give up any first round picks. Um, yeah. That was that was impressive, especially with them having two starters and their op- two primary starters out, and and to be able to address that and kind of band aid that for a little bit um, is huge. Um, How do you feel? Um, I heard that we turned down a deal. They wanted Tobias for Bogdanovich and Burks. Um. Are they both free agents at the end of this year? Bogdanovich is not, but he's only guaranteed two million next year. So um, if he wanted to be good, I guess. I think that tells me something else is coming, or something. It's some uncertainty about Joel. Because I, I firmly believe if, if, if Joel's not going to come and be Joel, there's really no need to make any moves. Crazy and, moves. Yeah, there's really no need to do it. Um, just stick with what you got, make some minor adjustments, and roll with it. Try to pull a Miami or something. You never know. Um, but <clears throat> that that's that it tells me that that you don't necessarily want to go get and go change the chemistry. Like, is Burks and Bogdanovich better than Tobias and Hill? No. No. That's what I'm saying. Like, then what are the, you know. Yeah. What's, you know, what's the difference? Why, yeah, that, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't, I, I think that when you look at it from that, from that perspective, he, you, you, you get the same thing if not better. Do you think it speaks to how much maybe we, because I mean, a lot of these moves are what this year and beyond, right? A lot of people think yeah. this year, but it's way more than that. I think. Um, 
do you think some of this tips their hand a little bit about how much interest they have in like retaining Tobias after the season? I mean, I think I think that they would I think they would do it if the price is right. I mean, yeah. I, I, I firmly believe that. Um, but I, I I do think it's more of if Joel's going to be out swapping Tobias for Bogdanovich, does that help us right now? Yeah. Do we need more of a continuity more so than the guy that's almost, you know, pretty much most people can say not better or not as bad, not, not much better than Tobias. Yeah. Um, he may be a better fit alongside Joel, but if this is for three or four months, like this, this, I don't think the move necessarily helps enough for you to say, let's scrap what we, the momentum we built somehow, the continuity, we, the chemistry we built, and, and scrap it for those two guys. Yeah. I think you just maybe add one and keep Tobias and, somehow keep the locker room the same. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Um, so I think our biggest needs were coming into this, what? Backup point guard slash ball handler, three-point shooting, uh, wing depth, and good insurance policy backup big. I guess we can check two of those off for now. I mean, campaign is a, is a good ba- backup point guard. Um, I think we are going to miss Bev, but I think Payne is a, is a good backup point guard. And we definitely checked the three-point shooting one. So there's no question about that. That was one of our biggest weaknesses going into the – at this point of the season, and we got one of the best three-point shooters in the league. Um, I would grade us lower because, especially recently, I think our biggest box to check was reliable backup big. And – I we sent out a lot towards the end. I think it's because Chicago kept saying no to deals for Drummond, and we got another pick. We're like, all right, how about one more second rounder? And it was like, nope, all the way up to the deadline. I because they, they said they were close to doing it. They had a framework, and then Chicago just pulled out at the last minute. Um, that's also one of the more baffling things to me too. Is like, what is Chicago doing? But um, they want to keep all their guys intact, and they want to. You know what they what was that quote for about DeRozan? He's he's here long term. They want yeah they want to make it a long term thing with him. I mean, I don't know, man. Chicago's got I don't know what's going on over there. Uh, that was pretty surprising to me how they just didn't do anything and guys that they're probably going to lose for nothing in the off season. Um, they could have got something for yeah. I mean, what's what you know two set two three second rounders? It's something. It's better than nothing. Um, but yeah, uh, I. At one point, I thought, you know, does this beg the question of are we optimistic? Is the management optimistic about more optimistic than we are about Joel's health? Um, but then you heard the story that Chicago couldn't we, they couldn't find another big to go Chicago's way and even like a three team deal. So I guess no one's trading bigs. Bigs is a hard thing to find now. Um, who would have thought? But um, that would be my biggest surprised that you know what chicago did and that we couldn't get a legit backup big or else i would have gave us a much higher grade um i'd like to give us an incomplete grade really because we still have open roster spots that we haven't done anything with that we're going to do something with so 
Yeah, no, we'll trust that with the buyouts. Uh, uh, Eric, uh, this is one thing that I, I, I that I kind of had an issue with, and a lot of different uh, fans online had an issue with was the fact that we traded Pat Bev and Jaden Springer, regardless of how we see them, right? The, how our management sees them, we traded them to our con- the the competitors in the East, Boston and Milwaukee, of all teams that we could have traded with. We traded with those two teams. I mean, do you have a kind of an issue with that? Yeah, I, I did have a uh, um, an issue with that because I felt. If they were making those moves, they weren't making those moves as a favor for the Sixers. They were making those moves because they felt it would help them be better. And, and that was, you know, that's a little concerning that you you felt they're making moves that they feel are making them better, and you're helping them do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we could think that Cam helps us be better over Pat also. So that one is somewhat, you know, a um, could be a wash from from team perspectives. But the Boston one, I, I don't understand at all. I, I, I really don't. I mean, you have a guy that they could arguably put on Maxi when we play. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. It's a little scary. I think we were so – I think we had tunnel vision about getting as many seconds back as we could. And we just like, whatever we get, oh, you're going to give us, you want Pat Bev that bad? Uh, give us pain in a second. I'll do it. Okay, good. I'm, I got one second back. They did it with Boston. Oh, I got another second back. It's like, and in the end, we couldn't even do anything with them. Like, you know, I, I yeah. I just I just think they wanted to move on from Springer. I think that's why they started playing them more. Um, what wasn't in the future plans. I just, I personally think that was more the reason for him. It's just where you sent him. <laughs> it's the issue. Not the I know. Yeah. Well, now we got all of our salary cleared except for pretty much Maxi's cap hold and Embiid. Yeah. And Paul Reed's non guarantee. And if Embiid doesn't come back this year, there's probably a chance we don't get past the first round of the playoffs. And then Paul Reed's not. <laughs> Way to be confident there. No, I, I'm saying that there's, 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 there's <laughs> I'm saying there's that there's that as well that non guarantee of not winning that first yeah. round. Um, so now let's go to the buyout. So that's where Teja talks about the incomplete aspect of things. So as we enter the buyout market, we have three spots to fill with uh, so many outgoing guys yesterday. But some of the options are out there. I mean, a lot of people are talking about how this might be one of the like the kind of the most expansive and probably the most attractive buyout market we've seen sometime. Um, so the options that are out there right now, Danilo Gallinari, Spencer Dinwiddie, Kyle Lowry, who's expected to be um, a buyout uh, in the next 24 to 48 hours. I just read Joe Harris. Um, and you have centers who've already been out there, Bismack Biombo and Nerlens Noel. And there's also the option of signing uh, uh, Terquavion Smith to a multi-year deal. Um, but as far as this team goes, they don't like signing anybody past uh, two years with, with the, uh, with the way they want to do this off season. But, who are the kind of guys that you're you're looking at um, when we look at the buyout market? Uh, some guys I mentioned, or maybe I have not mentioned, uh, some guys that you think that would be a good fits for us based on who we lost yesterday. Um, it's, I mean, that's why I think the buyout market is is very interesting. Like, to be honest with you, if Melton's coming back and he's going to be healthy, um, and we get in campaign. I don't. I don't really see the need for Kyle Lowry. Like I don't. I don't see that. 
um, unless <clears throat> they just want another veteran guard, more seasoned guard. Um, and if that's the case, then why we move the one we had? <laughs> yeah, I don't understand that. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, he's not going to come to Philly. I mean, he, he he's that's not going to happen. Um, L.A. guy, I can see him going to Lakers. I can see him going back to the Mavericks. Um, you know, trying to find a place where he has success. Sometimes yeah. that means a lot to people. Yeah, it's um, true. And and he worked well with Luca, so that that you know that that could be a benefit for them. Um, I don't, I mean I don't know. I think you can you, you never get enough shooting. So if you have a shooter that comes, you never get enough shooting. Um, but I do think um, if we if somehow a big you know, Drummond becomes available. Who knows? Um, you take him. But outside of that, I'm not sure because I'm not sure the direction that we're going to go now. I, I really don't know. The, the moves may, are we going to play small? Like, what, what are we going to do? Yeah. Like, is Melton supposed to play? Like, what's this situation? You're supposed to come back this week, but he's not playing tonight. He's not? Mm-mm. I have no idea. Man. Yeah, we have a line. We have like a seven-man rotation tonight. There's like nobody on the roster today. It's gonna be like a like a house league lineup around the like. Uh, how, many, how, many players, how many how many players are active tonight? Like, oof. like, not Maxi, Tobias, um, Turquavion Smith, Council. Smith. I think Kenny Lofton's gonna play. Six. Um, is, Ro- is Roko back tonight? No, I think I, he's I, out too. He's out too. If Batum and Roko are out, you say the seven. Batum is still out. Batum's out too. Eight. Yep. Yeah. So eight. What's what's his injury? I don't know. What was his injury? Is it an ankle? I don't know. I know. I know he's been in and out with that. It's not personal reasons anymore. It's an actual injury. Uh, so they only have, we only have eight active players, and it's only two guys coming. Hamstring. Hamstring. Oh yeah, that could linger. Yeah, from what from what I see, I think it's eight. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's what a great. They're, they're, we're on NBA TV. That's why they called the they called the guy up. I forgot his name. Lefty from. Um, G League. Oh, Lofton. He played the other night. Yeah, Lofton, the, 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 the big dude. Yeah, I forgot his name. He came from Memphis. Yeah, uh, K- Kenneth Lofton. Yeah. Uh, so he's, he'll probably be active. Yeah. We're going to be all, all hands on deck on this one. Maybe get Mac McClung from uh, Orlando's G League team to come back and play for us for tonight. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, is he active? Yeah, I mean, McClung is they they activate him so he can be in the dunk contest. What the is Magic? The uh, I think he's still on their G League team. I don't think they've activated him to the active roster oh, yet. Okay. Probably I thought he was announced to the dunk contest though, wasn't he? He was. But I don't think they've announced him to the uh, active roster yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. As long as it happens, as long as it happens before the slam dunk contest night, probably that week. Got it. 
So let, let yeah, says Tyrese Maxey's game time decision. Yeah, he might not play either. <laughs> For what? Illness. Oh. <laughs> At this point, he's out because he doesn't want to play 48 minutes. That's why he's out. <laughs> Oh man, I don't want to get slaughtered for forty-eight minutes, Coach. Uh, that number one, that number, that number one seat is not. Um, you know, that's right. Now it's cracked up to be right. It can be tough at times. <laughs> yep, you want it, you got it, man. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say Lowry just because I think everyone's pretty much expecting it at this point. Although, yeah, with campaign i don't know how much sense that makes but they're pretty it sounds like they're pretty sold on that happening um i like the idea of joe harris man i really do he's got length he can hit a shot injuries has really taken a toll on him huh because he was his career was looking up yeah. for a little bit and then all of a sudden you just like man one injury after another and he just couldn't stay on the court um I do like Harris, but I just see us. We have to go Biombo, right? We have to get a guy who can come in here and be a big and rebound and just like a competent vet big man. Um, I, I just we're like desperate now. Well, we have to almost at this point. Um, and then uh, I was so my third one. I was going to go with more Joe Harris, but some accounts online have kind of swayed me. I just think we need a little more infusion of young talent on this team. Like we need some guys that, <laughs> that are going to, I know we we don't want any extra salaries, but come on. Like, you know, I mean, I could see Turk Smith getting like a, you know, a, a two or three year deal um, becoming a full-time player, getting a, you know, standard contract with us. Um, he's played well in his limited minutes. <laughs> We're going to see him a lot tonight. So if he has a good game tonight, we might, might be rooting for him to get a contract. Um, but it'd be nice for us to get some, you know, new young talent. We lost our, we lost Springer, so we don't have. I mean, it's just Embiid now for the next like, you know, three years. That's it, Maxi. But yeah, other than that, um, so I'd say Lowry, Biombo, and and Smith. I thought Biombo was playing pretty well for Memphis. Yeah, I know we've thrown the name around before, um, and I didn't really watch much of his game uh, when he was with the Hornets, but. Uh, Kai Jones, I know he got he got dismissed from the team uh, for you know weird social media behavior and stuff, but he was pretty solid in college, if I remember correctly. Uh, would that be? I mean, you talk about infusion of young talent. Would that be someone maybe like at this point, a team a team like us right now who is kind of we don't have many people on the roster, you could take a I chance. Guess on a guy you like could, that. man. It really depends. It, it really depends on whether you want to go that route and include you know and give him a, a give him a chance right now. Um, during this run with everything else going on, yeah, want to do that. Um, some veteran teams will be great for him that wrap their arms around him and kind of help him out and be a good locker room presence for him. I'm not sure with everything that's going on and the changes in a team that your best player's out, we don't know how long he's going to be out. A lot of free agents, I don't know if our team is best for that. Yeah, that's a great assessment. I I, I totally agree. It's not, not the right situation, not the right time. Earlier in the year with what we had, yeah, I would you know, with Morris and and and, um, and Bev still here, 
I think you have enough veteran leadership either way to bring on a guy like that, take him under their wing. But right now, man, a bunch of strangers in the locker room at this point. It's crazy. Yeah. Have you, uh, Eric, were you ever on a team that you can remember where there was that many guys like trade on the trade deadline day where there was like when you came in, it was like a whole kind of different locker room? Mm-hmm. I know team I played on, I believe um, we were in Cleveland. I believe it was my last year playing too because I was injured and shouldn't even have played. And we made this trade. It was like a big trade, made big trades. And it was only like – and we brought, we brought up like one or two guys from the – you know, I don't think it was the G League back then. The D League it was called. And – they brought two guys up and they had to play and I had to play too. So it was, I think we had like six or seven guys wow. counting them and me or maybe eight. And so I had to play and I, I mean, there was no way I should be playing money. And I ended up making the, the, the game winning basket <laughs> and it was my last shot in the NBA. No <laughs> way. Yeah, it was my last shot in the NBA. We ended up winning the game. Was that 07, 08? Yes. What year was that? 0708. So it was whichever was I think it was against the Wizards or somebody. It was it was the last game I played, and whatever I might have only had two points, but whatever it was, my last shot was like part of the game winner, and that was my last shot, and wow. I made it. And then the guys came, and I never played again. Wow! wow. I played another yeah. game. I shouldn't have played that game. They made like three trades that day. I'm looking at it right now. It was Danielle Marshall, yeah. Ira Newble to the Sonics. Um, they got back Shannon yeah. Brown, Drew Good, and Larry Hughes, Cedric Simmons, and then what was the other one? The Cavaliers, Tools Trade, Adrian Gifford. Yeah, they also got back Wally Serbiak, Delonte West, in that deal. And Ben, and ben, ben uh, oh, oh, the Ca- Cavaliers traded also Shannon Brown, Drew Good, and Larry Hughes, Cedric Simmons to the Bulls. Yeah. Um. Bulls traded. Okay. Oh, uh, then they also got Joe Smith, Ben Wallace in that deal to the Cavs. Yes. Man, that was like a complete overhaul. Yeah, that's what I was saying. And all those guys were gone. Like, and we had a game that day. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. <laughs> Man. So, and then I had so I had to play. We ended up we ended up winning the game. I was my leg was dragging. I was dragging my leg. Wow, man. Um so what what was the day of the trade? What was the, the that date? They have the date? February twenty-first. See how late it was <laughs> to now the trade deadline? Yeah, I'm looking at it. Yeah, you guys played the Bobcats? Was the Bobcats or the Wizards? It might not have been on the trade deadline when we made that trade. Oh yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. That was a transaction log. You see the Wizards? Oh, my bad. I, I, went, to the, was- I went to the wrong date. Uh, Miami Heat. Miami Heat? No, it wasn't. The- That's January 21st. Jeez, man. I'm, I'm all over the place here. Wh- Wizards, 90-89. Yeah. You played the next day, yes. Friday, Friday the 22nd. Good memory. It was the next day? Yes, when all that stuff happens, you got to remember that date, right? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So we, we ended up, what was the score? You guys had nine. It was a close game, right? Yeah, it was ninety eighty nine. Wow. Yeah, that's what I said. I made one of the clutch shots, and that was that was my last shot. 
the last shot taken last night. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you guys only had eight eight active players. You yeah. played thirty two minutes that game. <laughs> Man. But look, look at look. Interesting. Look at the game before and see if I played the previous game. Previous game. I don't even think I played the previous game. I don't even think I was dressed. Nah, I did not play. Yeah. And I that was play. on. Just, yeah. That was a, that was a, that was the twentieth. And then you played on the twenty second. They Man. came to me and was like, "We need you to play." Can wow. you play? I was like, oh, I'll try. Yeah, you even had a block. Look at you. You even had a block that game, huh? You still got up there and got That's that block. Hilarious. That's hilarious. Oh, man. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that was probably the, the, game the 32 game. minutes hey, man, where I you, felt like I was. You're the second highest plus minus on the team. <laughs> plus was three I? that game. I was plus three? You're plus three. You're second highest. Did I start? Yeah. Did I start? Yeah. Who started? I don't even remember who started. Uh, you did. Let me see the you. Oh, wow. Yeah, you. Jones, Jones, Devin Brown, LeBron, and Z. Wow. D- who was it? Me. You, Devin Brown, Damon Jones, uh-huh. LeBron, and Z. Ogaskas. Okay. Yeah. So we were three guys that were. I mean, our, us five was already on the roster, and we had somebody else who was on the roster, and then the two guys they signed. Yeah, you had Billy Thomas off the bench, Dwayne Jones, and Canyon Dickens. So um, Dickens and, and Billy were just signed. Okay. And Dwayne Jones was on the roster, but he wasn't playing. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Three three players played almost 44 minutes each on the starters. You <laughs> played the least on the starters because they were trying to do you a favor by not killing you that game. Yes. Still played 32 minutes. I hadn't been playing. Man. So I wasn't even really practicing. That's what I'm saying. Like, I wasn't even really, like, I was, like, done. Man. Still beat the Wizards. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We still beat them. That's a a great win right there. I'll tell you that. Yeah, LeBron, 33, 15, and 8. Good game. Yeah. 44, 45 minutes. He only, he only rested three minutes. What did LeBron have? 33, 15, and 8. Mm-hmm. 11 of 20. 44 minutes. Yeah, forty, almost 45 minutes. Yeah, it's crazy. That's – man. Who was second? Was Z the second league score? I think Damon Jones was. Damon Jones had a great game. He had 27. Damon, yeah, Damon shot it. Damon shot it well that game. I remember. Yeah, he did. He was seven and eleven from three. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Well, so he's like, he was happy he was playing. He knew. I remember we were in the locker room. Damon, you know, Damon's personality is he's hilarious. He was like, I know one thing. I'm gonna play a lot today. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm gonna shoot the ball. That's great. <laughs> That's oh, yeah, you, you're not getting. You're, hey, you're not getting pulled. Yeah, I know he ain't gonna take me out today. So I'm yeah, gonna, let him fly, man. <laughs> oh man. And look, he played loose, and he went seven of eleven. That was funny. That was funny. I remember. De- Devin Brown almost had a triple double. Yeah. 10, 10, and 7. What yeah. I had? 2, 2, and 2. <laughs> Three, one block, one assist, and two rebounds. Three points? 
They had three points. Yeah. That bucket, that's what I'm saying. That was like a key bucket at the end was like the only shot. Yeah. I was out there just to give them another guy. The next totally. game, three, what, three new three new starters in the next game. It's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Was I even dressed the next game? No. Yeah, that's what I said. I, I, was, I, was, I wasn't even playing. I only played that's that crazy. game. Wow. So I what you're saying is there was, Max, you should I, play with an illness is what you're saying. No, what I'm saying is I was, like, done. I was, like, going to retire. Like, I was done playing. Oh, you I were, like, done. done. Yes, I had my mind made up. I was done. I was just being around the team. And, yeah, I never played again. That was my last year. I never played anymore. Wow. That game was my last game. Your last shot as a pro was a game winner? Yes. That's awesome. That was my last shot, my last game playing. I played. That's great. So I, I don't, it wasn't like the end of I don't it wasn't like a buzzer beater, but I know it was a big shot in the end, and that was my last shot, and we made it, and it helped us. Like either it gave us a lead or it gave us a three point lead or whatever. I don't remember. I had to look at the. I'm going to the game log right now. You came back in with 40 seconds left, but you were like, "Man, just don't even put me back in." <laughs> 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 I mean, like. It's... Oh man. Okay, so it looks like LeBron hit like two free throws to uh to win it with like yeah. seven seconds. Let me do a snow. Yeah. So I was gonna say it wasn't a game winner, but I know it was a big shot in the end. Yeah. That's great, man. It's a great story. So so pretty much, even though we have eight guys tonight, we should, you know, we, we should stick close with them. And still win it. You never know. We, we can still, still win. win it. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. You're, they should put your game on as inspiration. That, that, that game. Watch it in pregame. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not put that game on, but I, I know what you mean. Just take my <laughs> word for it. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 we'll get to the game. But the, the spread of the, tonight's game is very close. Yeah. We're only having eight guys active. It's very close. Which is That's really, weird. Really weird. Um, and I don't think they have any injuries tonight. Well, I think DeJounte Murray's game time decision. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a big difference between what we're going through right now. I know. I know. Um, so uh, one of the other things that came out yesterday um, after the trade deadline had passed, and and I, I love it. The trade deadlines, deadlines passed. The fans are uh, going nuts about trading Pat Bay. Everyone's pissed off. Then a storyline comes out about like an hour later after the deadline's done. And the Sixers plan on pursuing Paul George in the offseason if uh, the Clippers cannot come to an extension with uh, Paul George. So, obviously, there's two schools of thought here. You could say Sixers released the information to give the, the, the fans some hope uh, that there, there is a plan in play. Or this could be coming from Paul George's side where there is leverage there if he can't get the deal done with the Clippers. So, my question to you guys is, um, is this a leverage play or do you think there's some legitimacy to the Sixers uh, wanting to chase Paul George in the offseason? I don't know why Paul George would put his people would put this out when he's playing for the richest ownership in sports. I I don't get I don't get that. I mean, you, and you're going and they're going to a new stadium and all of that. Like I don't get why he would put all that out. Like I I just don't understand why you would go that route. I, I don't know. Dude, what I read I read was. 
Kawhi took a little less than Max. They want George to do the same thing, and he's a little hesitant too. Um, a little, little hesitant to take forty million. Yeah, less than the full max that he can get. Okay, but we can't pay him that. We can't pay him what the Clippers can. I guess it depends on what their offer is. No, I'm just saying that if we can't pay him that full max, that like no one else can pay him what the Clippers can pay him. So no, no, no not that. Not they pay him the full. Else, you are taking. No, I'm just saying. So if you are going somewhere else, you are taking less. So now you want to take less and move? Let's see. Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> that's what I'm like. That's what I'm asking. So they paid him. Fifty-two and fifty. Like, I mean, come on, man. I don't know. How's he gonna get? Yeah, I mean, come on. I guess we. Yeah. So he didn't want know. to take forty-four and forty-six. Like, what are we talking about here? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I, can't believe, I can't believe. I can't believe. his people would put that out. I I can't believe they would do that. Paul George don't need any leverage right now. He has enough leverage to get. 45 million plus 40 million a year. He already have leverage for at least 40 a year. I, I don't I don't get that. But I do understand why the Sixers would do it. Put it out. Yeah. And I'm trying to see what they can't come mad. out and say it because they can't really talk about any other player mm-hmm. from another team. But it's a reason why it came out, but it came out. The Clippers didn't make any moves, but they talking about what Paul George is going to do. Like, it just don't make sense. Yeah. So we can offer him a contract because he's a 10-year vet starting at 49. Unless I think that's, unless he's so that's, his, that's his market then. Yeah. Unless he, unless he gets all NBA, which I, mean, I don't think he will, then he can ask for more, like a bump from that. But I think just 10 years starts at 49. Yeah. And they gave Kawhi 52. So, I mean, I don't see how we can entice him to do that. Especially a guy who's from Palmdale already playing in L.A. That's what I'm saying. You're going to leave home for because somebody offered him a couple mil, offering 44. Instead of forty-seven, you're gonna leave home. Like you, you're gonna pay for that, the difference, which you're traveling back and forth and moving and getting new. You, you yeah. already settled. You find another home. That money, you gonna have to pay out more, one way or another. Move taxes up. might taxes might be a little better though. Yeah, I was gonna ask what's the difference between Pennsylvania and uh, uh, California state income tax. Yeah, I mean it is it is a difference in taxes, but um he already Pennsylvania three percent. It, no, it's a difference. Does that I, but, I'm asking does that play into uh rethinking where you sign, Eric? I mean how how much it, of a role it, does that play? It it did when we played, but some of these guys making so much money, they not they that's not that's not a deterrent for them. Mm. Um one to thirteen percent. I'm, I'm going to where they want to be. Percent. Yeah, one, I would say that they um, 
they about being where they want to be is really important because the, the the money that they make now they can live wherever they want to live yeah he can live in california and he don't have to play in california but if you don't have to live anywhere else that's an extra expense that you don't need you don't have yeah and that's what i'm saying like He's not going to live in Philly all year round. No. He's not going to do it. But he'll live in California all year round. Yep. So that's an extra expense. So you'll have to own two places, rent or buy. Yeah. Yes. And that's that's extra expense. And then traveling back and forth, what are your family going to do? Are they going to move with you? Are they going to stay where they're at? Do you have children? They're going to go to school? Like it, it does weigh into. When you start thinking about that, that's why when you'll see a guy be like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And all of a sudden they kind of backtrack because when you start thinking about everything that goes with it, things can change. Yeah. That's a lot of planning to do, especially yeah. across the country. And then it's weird. I guess it's Paul yeah. George rumor, rumor season because there was another report that came out last night that said he's been quiet whispers of him pondering going back to Indiana in the offseason. So I guess it's everyone's time to start leaking out Paul George stuff. <laughs> yeah. Who knows, though? Maybe we don't know what kind of pay cut they're asking him to take. We don't know. We don't know. Because he's he's older than Kawhi by a couple years, right? Uh, I'm not sure he probably is. I don't know. I think he might be. But it's, it's very like one or two years, not, not, a, not a big difference. He's older. I mean, because he, yeah, he, he, he came in, but um, Kawhi's before. 32. Uh, he might be like 34, 35 then. Paul George, 33. Oh, wow. Hmm. Yeah, they're close. Yeah. Yeah. That would be weird. But, you know, I think it also I don't, I, don't, I just, I just, I mean, I think people can use the leverage play um, when it comes down to it. <clears throat> You know, it, it could be, it could be, and if I can see it, I can see him moving more than I can see him putting out these rooms. Is what I'm saying. Um, his agent could be doing, or somebody else's agent could be doing it. Um, but I do think that maybe go and play with Joel and Maxi uh, is encouraging. Um, but you have to also be weary of that because what's the one knock that playing with Kawhi has always been that he misses games yeah. so then you would go and move to Philly and play with the guy that what misses games. his biggest yeah. knock he <laughs> yeah. misses games so it'll be interesting yeah yeah there'll be a lot of people using Philly as leverage he won't be the only oh one. yeah his name won't be there. Yeah. You're gonna hear yeah. you're gonna hear a lot of people with Philly because Philly has the cap space. Yeah. And they're and they're a good team, right? So you you're not gonna it's not it's not like Detroit saying you know, it's, it's, oh yeah. we'll sign them. It's, it's, like, gonna, it's oh, gonna be it's gonna be some more, it's gonna be some more places. I mean more people rather. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Windhorse has said on multiple occasions that they're gonna we're gonna be an attractive place for a lot of uh free agent destinations this offseason. That people want to people want to play with Maxi and MB, but also we have the cap space, so it, the leverage play will be there. Yeah, I mean, I, that's always interesting to me that people say that because 
the people that we always pe- the people that we always want not really the players that people want the Sixers to go get usually have options with the team that they play for that can pay them more. Mm-hmm. So I find it interesting when we just almost assume since you got the space and we got the team that people are just going, the top players are just going to come. Come, yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, and also another rumor that came out, not a rumor, but betting odds. Um, the Sixers are the second highest team to land Clay Thompson in the offseason. So we're gonna get Clay and Paul. <laughs> I don't. Do we have a cap space for? It? I, I don't. I don't know. Do, do now, we're, now we're paying George fifty million. We don't. Yeah, we don't. That's we gonna don't. get sucked up real fast. That's gone. <laughs> we don't. And we're gonna be sky high over both aprons. We're gonna be over everything. If we do that. We're gonna try to resign as many guys as we can. Keep Buddy. Resign Paul George. Or sign Paul George. Uh, re- upping Maxi. Resign Melton. Forget about it. We're going to be too boy. I will say and be conditioned out to Buddy Heel and Paul George. I mean, that's, that's what you want. The type of pieces you want around Embiid. Sure. Sound good. Yeah. That's, sounds great. Sounds, sounds, the idea sounds good. I don't know if the reality will ever hit. And who knows? I mean, if Clippers are like, we don't know how their season's going to end. We don't know what manner it happens. You know, Paul George could be getting like no shots in that fourth quarter of a elimination game and he's disgruntled. Who knows? And, you know, let's say Sixers are like, look, we don't want you to go empty handed. Um, we'll do a sign and trade. Sign and trade for George and we'll sign and trade uh, Tobias Harris. Yeah. 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 Well, we got we got time for all that to play out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure we'll hear more rumors coming out between now and then. Uh, so we're gonna get to our game pick. So tonight, um, we've talked about it. We got eight guys uh, playing tonight um, for us. Uh, we've lost seven out of our last eight, and we'll be facing the Atlanta Hawks, who I think the only person they really have in their injury report is Dejounte Murray, who's a game time decision. But other than that, they're pretty uh, full health. Um, so, well, well Capella's been out for a while, right? Yeah, he's been out. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but who do you guys have to? The spread right now has fluctuated a little bit, but I believe right at last I saw was three and a half points. Um, it was also two and a half earlier, but now it's back to three and a half. But uh, who do you guys have uh, in this one tonight? Can we make the bleeding stop with the with the eight guys that we have tonight? Um, I'll say we win. I'll say we win with, because of the eight guys, and everybody know they're gonna play. Sort of. Take upon um, when I play with the Cavs, <laughs> we get our eight I, guys. I, I say we win the game. I say I like it. Game. I think we win. I, the, the spread is weird as hell, so I think they want they want you to take. I mean, we're if you're a casual better, you look at the line. Atlanta's playing okay lately. We have guys that you know weren't even on our team a couple days ago. You know, patched up roster. It's like it, it's a dream bet for the, the Hawks if you think about it. So. Vegas doesn't do you favors. So, um, yeah, I think guys will play free, too. They'll play freely. You're going to have guys' best shot out there. And yeah. I and I remember uh, when He's we played – David Jones' uh, performance. We played the Hawks at the end of last year. Uh, you guys remember we sat all of our five starters. I think it was the second to last game of the season, and we won that game 136 to 131 in the yeah. overtime. McDaniels – I'm looking at it now. McDaniels played 44 minutes. He had 24 points. Niang, 31 minutes, 24 points. Yeah, so we had a lot of uh, our reserves playing that game, and they had their entire starting lineup when we played them last year. So crazy, yeah. Kicking that Eric Snow magic tonight, maybe. Yep. <laughs> All right, 
All right, guys. All right, guys. We'll see you guys Tuesday, and hopefully we'll uh, break this uh, losing streak. Yep. Later, guys. Have a good weekend. All right. Take it easy. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.